I know you have heard this before. Work smarter, not harder. Ford has heard it too. That's why the Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. I mean, the pro-access tailgate alone is a game changer. It improves access to the bed and cargo, which makes it easier to load in tight spaces. See? Smarter. It's also got a mobile power source and pro power on board, so you can power up to 7.2 kilowatts outside your F-150 truck. That is definitely working smarter. And imagine what you can do with that power at your next tailgate party. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. The pot of thunder and rock and roll is here. The remedy for boredom has arrived. Let's go for a ride with today's guest's team, Tiger Awesome. That's the three dudes, the comedic geniuses who created, directed, and co-starred in my new web series, Nothing to Report. They're Clint Gage, Michael Truly, and Nick Mundy, my partner in crime, Moses Packard, Chance Blackstreet, Nothing to Report, swooping, sweeping, tearing up the nation. Hollywood Reporter loves it. Comedy Central loves it. Everybody who's been watching it has been having a good laugh, which is what it's all about. Nick, speaking of laughs, also calls himself The Rock's BFF. Not sure with uh, what old Rocky thinks of that, but you're going to hear the story about the about why Nick feels that way from Nick's point of view. You can also see it on YouTube. Nick is the uh, confused, nervous wrestling fan that uh, interviews The Rock on ScreenJunkies.com. Very, very funny stuff. Hilarious videos. And speaking of hilarious, nothing to report is available now. Came out on Monday on ComedyCentral.com. You can go check it out there or check it out on YouTube. You're not going to want to miss this. Comedy Central's funniest web series in years is what uh, beyond magazine said which i'm very excited about and today you're going to hear some more cool behind the scenes stories from our three nights of shooting and i want to say thanks to the great sponsors of talk is jericho thanks to all of you for listening uh, i got there's hundreds and thousands of podcasts to schwaz from i appreciate you schwaz in mine i appreciate you following me i appreciate you checking out nothing to report lots of cool stories coming up comedy central is the place to be you know uh, i mentioned that in this uh in this show that when um i did but i'm chris jericho a lot of people really enjoyed it won literally 14 awards i won the best actor in uh at a web series festival in france it wasn't the Cannes film festival but it was pretty close to there <laughs> but anyways i did win a best actor award i've got the um the uh, award sitting here on my desk looking at it. It's very uh, kind of strange. The architecture 
Looks like something you'd see like in uh, Beirut or something. But I'm very, very excited about But I'm Chris Jericho. But it, it did good. you know. And if you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. It's very funny. But when you do something under the auspices of Comedy Central, under the banner of Comedy Central, under the umbrella of Comedy Central, it automatically takes things to an entire different place. Comedy Central is the brand name for uh you know for funny things nowadays i mean and just being on the comedy central family you know you go to to comedycentral.com and i'm looking right now it's chris jericho stars and nothing to report the entire new online series right underneath kevin hart presents the plastic cup boys stand-up comedians right above talking about inside amy schumer the third season is coming so it's pretty cool man it's like uh you know to be in that in, in that um you know, group in that rarefied air is good enough as it is, but also to know that our show lives up and stands up with all of these other fine, fine, funny people. It's good to know that we created something that's at the top level and it's being treated as such. Um, so yeah, it's great to be part of the Comedy Central family. As a matter of fact, I was just watching Comedy Central last night, the Justin Bieber roast. I don't know if you saw this, but man, it was really, really funny. And the thing is, I didn't really know much about what a roast is until uh, a couple of years ago. I got asked to do – there was a, a, a Zach Wilde roast that com- – uh, not Comedy Central, that um, Revolver Magazine and Golden Gods, which I hosted for four years, uh, put on this roast. So I, I agreed to do it. Sure, I'll go and tell some jokes about, about Zach Wilde. What I didn't know is that when you're on the dais, you get uh, roasted as well. Uh, pretty badly so um i actually worked with a friend of mine don jameson from that metal show got him to write some jokes for me and the first question he asked was you know um who else is on the dais and i said why he said because you'll be roasting them too and i was like really but i'm on the dais he's like well yeah duh don't you understand that's how it goes like when you agree to do a roast you're going to get destroyed so I knew that, oh my gosh, I'm going to get killed. And it was a blast, man. I mean, Sharon Osborne was the roast master and, you know, Jim Norton was there, uh, Jim Florentine, Brian Posehn, Corey Taylor, Jericho, Duff McKagan, Scott Ian. You know, it's like a, a Talk is Jericho alumni list up here. But I just didn't realize how brutal it was going to be. And there was no holds barred. I mean, just I couldn't even repeat some of the jokes that were told. But I, I kind of got right away that you better jump right in with both feet because everybody's out to kill you. And that's exactly what happened on the on the Bieber roast. And some of the people were very famous, obviously. You know, Snoop Dogg and Shaquille O'Neal and Kevin Hart. It was never... I'm not going to say I wasn't a big fan of his, but I didn't really know his work. I just knew he was the up-and-coming big comedic star right now. But I didn't really know much about him. And, man, he, he was really, really funny as the roast master and really embraced the jokes. You know, he was short and he's black. And, you know, I, I remember the, the one guy came up there and said, I, I didn't uh, – I've never been to a roast that was hosted by Shaq's dick. You know, talking about Kevin. Or the, the other guy said that, uh, that Kevin Hart is Peter Dinklage's shadow on uh, Game of Thrones. You know, just like really low stuff. And then they were talking about how Pete Davison, who was great, he's from Saturday Night Live, I guess his dad passed away in 9-11, and he made jokes about it. And it was like, oh, man, how can you guys make jokes about somebody dying in 9-11? But that's the kind of 
uh, place it was. And there was like abortion jokes. And then Martha Stewart was up there and there's tons of Ellen jokes. And I can't even repeat them on this podcast because they're so vulgar and so over the top. Like you just can't say that stuff on TV. Uh, one other funny one is they said Shaq's uh, penis is so big that he uses it as a selfie stick. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny, right? I mean, I think Kevin Hart said that or, or whatever. And a couple of the guys didn't do so good. Like Snoop was okay. And there's a guy called Hannibal Burrell or something. He was okay. But there was a, a girl up there, Natasha Leggero. She was hilarious. Pete Davidson was great. Kevin Hart was great. Shaq was good. So uh, if you if you want to check it out, it's on demand at Comedy Central. And it's really cool. And the best was Justin Bieber had some great retorts. He said, you know, um, what do you get when you give a teenager $200 million? He said, uh, 10 has-beens on a dais telling you that you look like a lesbian for two hours. Because <laughs> I kept saying he looked like Ellen and all this stuff. So like I said, it, but it was cool that Bieber did it. I think it was a very smart uh, move for his career. Because when you embrace all this crazy stuff that makes you uh, kind of fall out of public grace and you have a sense of humor about it, then people usually respond in a positive way. And then at the end, he did something really cool where he said, listen, this was all thrown upon me at the age of 12. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I, I you know, I did a lot of stupid stuff and I apologize and I'm not going to let you guys down. I'm a, I'm a kind hearted guy. I, I love God and um, God is, 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 you know, is, is, is graceful and, and everything like this. And it was just really cool to see that. Because he's right. Like, if you think about Justin Bieber, he's like a child actor. I mean, he grew up in the public eye. And how many child actors kind of fall, burn in flames, and die young and end up on drugs? I mean, look at, like, you know, look at Lindsay Lohan, or you look at, um, uh, I mean, I remember Todd Bridges from Different Strokes, and, like, uh, I think whatever Kimberly's name was from Different Strokes as well. Dana Plato was her name. Uh, even Amanda Bynes. I mean, she was super popular when she first came out. But I mean, it's hard to kind of start off young and get all of this money thrown at you and all of this, you know, prestige thrown at you and all of this fame and, and yes, man. And I mean, look at us when we were 12 years old, man. I mean, you didn't know anything when you were that age. I mean, gosh, I didn't know anything when I was, you know, 22 years old. 28 years old and here these guys are especially the guy like Bieber like the biggest biggest star in the world of course he's going to go a little nuts it's the same reason why Zayn Malik left One Direction you know I want to be a normal 22 year old well you'll never be a normal 22 year old because for the rest of time you'll always be that guy from One Direction you'll always be Justin Bieber but the real secret is how do you transcend from child star to legitimate, you know, huge name. And Justin Timberlake has done that. Michael Jackson did that. Although Michael will maybe not be the best example because he was kind of nuts. But look at all the, the lineage of child stars over the years and how many of them are still acting to this day. I mean, you know, there's not a lot. Like Ron Howard, definitely a huge, huge star when he got out of the acting business, went behind the, the, the scenes in uh, directing. But there's a lot of guys that you see that as. I mean, even a lot of the guys that Saved by the Bell or... You know, I mean, the list goes on and on. Facts of life. Molly Ringwald, she she did okay, I think. I'm not sure exactly what she does now. But anyways, the point is the Justin Bieber roast, super funny, very hilarious, very worth watching. Um, and Justin Bieber, he earned a couple respect points from me. Plus, he's Canadian. You know, I love him because he's Canadian, so he'll always be all right with me. Justin is just all right with me. Justin is just all right. Oh, yeah. 
Justin is just all right with me. Justin is all sorry now. All right, Justin Bieber, he's all right with me. If you, uh, Justin is just all right. If you want to check out something real funny, go to Comedy Central, watch the Justin Bieber roast, and also go to ComedyCentral.com and check out Nothing to Report, starring Chris Jericho and Nick Mundy, written, produced, directed by Team Tiger Awesome. They're coming up next, and they're also going to be my next DDP Yoga recruits. Nick Mundy, Moses, uh, Moses Packard. He does need to lose a few pounds on the show. Moses is fat is the name of one of the episodes. So if I don't tell you all you need to know, uh, and Moses could use some DDP yoga. All right. There are some seriously talented luchadors in AEW and not all of them speak English, which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes. That's why I signed up for Rosetta Stone. I'm learning Spanish, amigos, amigas. See, already learning. Haha, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan, and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW, like Takeshita. So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words, sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline, which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Jericho today. That's rosettastone.com slash Jericho. Do it today. Okay, you want to hear real problems that I really have in what? my real life? What are those? My son calls me Officer Packard. Not not Daddy, uh, not Father, not, not, not even Moses. Officer Packard. Oh, you mean your son who loves you and respects the fact you're a cop? He says if I hurry up and get shot in the line of duty, he can finally stop lying to his teachers about take your parents to school day. Okay. How about this? Mm. I lost my virginity at 12 to a six foot four field hockey chick. Big, beefy, domineering. I had no experience, so I just did what I was told, and I assumed that's how sex worked. So you still? Yeah, I don't do a thing unless the girl tells me to. I would mm. love that. I would love that. You know why? Why? My shrink tells me I'm a sexual illiterate. I like that when you pitched this, and I just told the guys it was like, Hey, so yeah, I'll just have you guys on. I mean, the worst show got this many, so well, yeah, that's, we might not go worse. That's what I was saying. We, 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 we're talking about our, our Comedy Central web series, Nothing to Report, which is hilarious. It's out It's out now, actually, and yeah. people are howling across the nation. we got Clint Gage here. Hey, how's it going? And we got Michael Truly here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey. And we, of course, got Nick Mundy at the end here. Hello. My friend who plays Moses uh, Hightower. No, Mo- Packer. Moses Packer. Chance Blackstreet and Moses Packer. The, the last names. Why did I say Hightower? It, it, it How recently did you watch Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Freudian slip for, for Police Academy. We've had. Those... I always wanted to be in a movie with Bubba Smith. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, the entire cast. But we just want to celebrate all of Police Academy, and that's what we'll do for the next hour, two hours, three hours. What was your favorite Police Academy? 
Don't say Mission to Moscow. No. I, you know, it, <laughs> look, the first one, but I, I'm going to go with three. This three is be three had the Wave Runners. Three had the Wave Runners. You're going to say, like, I tell people it's the first one, but really it's Mission to Moscow. No. <laughs> it's three. It's uh, Police Academy 3, Wave Runners. The one with Wave Runners. Is that Citizens on Patrol? No, that was four. Okay. Four, Wait, four is Citizens Three is New Recruits. Okay. It's when um, – Is that with Bobcat Goldthwait? Yes. All right. Well, as the good guy. Oh, he started as the bad guy. Yeah, in two. Okay. We'll celebrate the whole game. Yeah, two is great. My favorite, I think it was two, or uh, when when uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg name Mahoney. Mahoney's yeah. chasing the guys down the beach because they uh, they drive too close to his ATV, and he's driving down the beach and he's chasing them, and then he stops, and there's just a beach. It's a, it's a it's a line of sand that goes <laughs> from here to freaking Kansas, but the guy's driving straight. There's a cut, and suddenly he drives. Over a dock into the bay. Yep. <laughs> There's was, no dock at the end of a beach. It's a strip of beach. That was Police Academy 2. Okay, there you go. And you can find more tidbits at policeacademytrivia.tumblr.com. Okay, there you go. Nice. Need to open up right you know, now. it's funny. When, when I invited you to come down here, I said, Monday, you better be funny. I and you started off really slow. I know. It's not. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, you should know this. Like, we were together once, which is enough to know. As soon as you put the pressure on Nick, it's, he's, just, <laughs> you know, it's he's a cheap card table. It really is. You know, it's funny because we, we did this show once again. Again, nothing to report. And it, it was you, you guys came up with this. Your actual official name is Team Tiger Awesome. Uh, when, when I actually promote this show, it's going to be the cast of Nothing to Report because no one knows what the hell Team Tiger Awesome is yet. <laughs> Thank yet. you for reminding but us. They will. But uh, they there's will. There's a couple years in the aughts that it was pretty. No, uh, in the aughts. Nice I was just word. expecting three nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard a, that might work even better. This promoter is three nobodies. Los tres nobody ayos. <laughs> the three people standing behind me in line at the grocery store. I brought them in to talk about my new show on Comedy Central. They gave me a script. But you guys have been working together for, for a long time. Did you grow up together? Clint and I grew up down the block from each other in Spring, Texas, which is just outside of Houston. Okay. And uh, like when we were 10 years old? like it, Yeah, it, was, it goes way back. Yeah, and then um, he... You well, didn't like me at first. I was moderately afraid of you and, and all your buddies. Because uh, you guys would play... We Our houses backed up to this huge park. And they would still play football on the street, mm-hmm. like on the pavement. And I was like, there are empty soccer fields. Like, you can see them from where you're tackling it's each other. Like, Texas, into all mailboxes. there is is a giant soccer it's field. It's just yeah. a giant With soccer a field. City Hall in the Exactly. Middle. So, the one time I actually did go play football with them, they, they broke a guy's collarbone, like, out of the skin. Ooh, right. And I'm not, like, screaming. It's like, I was an athlete growing up, so it's, but I was like, I, that, you guys are dumb. I'm out. <laughs> and, it, and that was what? We were probably 13, 14 years old, something like that. Like 10 or 11. Yeah, we were, I don't like know. We were young. Grade. But uh, so I, I avoided Nick until college from that point on. Did like, you I'm still not... see him around though? Like, oh, there's Monday. Yeah, there was the odd moment where you would uh, drive. What did you, you pulled up in your car one time, jumped out, punched one of my friends in the stomach, and then wow. ran into your house? Because you think they did that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a big guy. Yeah. You know, you're a portly guy, yeah. a big man. Husky. Husky. So you, were you, were you a. A husky bully? No, I was never a bully, but I, you know, I played football and then rugby in college. But I just like to do weird stuff. So that's like, what all the bullies say. Typical bully. Typical bully. Probably doing weird stuff. I just yelled "nerd" and then just hit him for being different. And then no, I uh, threw him over a fence. <laughs> I was wrong with that. But there's always the husky kids that were would use that for the power of, of evil, and then there'd be the husky kids that were picked on. No, I was the comedy weirdo kid who was just like making jokes. That that I thought were the funniest things in the world that no one got. Like, I was just watching, like, Kids in the Hall. And that's the one thing we had in common. Right. I mean, we watched Kids in the Hall and The State and just weird sketch comedy that Mm. no one was into. They're into it now. But then I would do, like, okay, well, I might as well jump out of this moving car. 
Because the two things I was into when I was in high school were wrestling and sketch comedy. Those okay. were the only. And this is talking about pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. And ske- yeah. Pro wrestling and sketch comedy. Yeah. Which go pretty which, much hand in hand. Which is pretty much how my life has been heading down. <laughs> the last- yeah, it's you've so- never deviated. No, that. I know. It's just like <laughs> I've made a little money doing yeah. <laughs> You're almost going to say I've made a living no. and then, no. then rephrase that. I've made a, a little money. I'm not money. dead. <laughs> I have not died yet. So it's, it's so funny to me though, like growing up in, in Winnipeg, uh, I was watching kids in the hall every Sunday night doing my homework for college. And you guys are watching it in southern Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I and, guess. And that's how me and Clint, um, he, I was working at CompUSA wearing a Monday Say Relax t-shirt. Monday, uh, Monday, Monday Say Relax. What does that mean? Just, it was like the Frankie Say Relax t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know how I got it. I think I found it. And I was like, I don't you know probably got it found. You made. clearly yeah. had that yeah. shit on me. Yeah. I don't know. No, I didn't. You did crafts. Yeah. <laughs> there was literally oh, no way. you me do crafts. You know I can't like make things legible. You know, yeah. I love how you said, I think I found it. I think I found it. <laughs> like some bum on the street named name. Monday in Spring, Texas. There were seven Mondays <laughs> in, in the city. So you found this shirt. It's a uh, yeah, Monday Say Relax. And I was like carrying monitors or... Or something, and then tr- yeah, you was, were a printer rep or something. Yeah, well, we our jobs passed uh, through the cross night. paths uh, in college again, and I was trying to do this this weird little short film in the summer uh, between years, and, and Nick literally hijacked it. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, I got a computer, I can edit, it, let's go. And then that was, and then I could put out a DVD. And that was what it was uh, like fifteen years ago now, two thousand one. And yeah. you were too scared to say no because he was a bully. Well, no, I legitimately needed his computer. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been playing a long game. Yeah, it's the big picture kid. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not real sure what I'm doing either. It's He's bizarre. been betraying his values for 15 yeah. years now. And when did truly come into position? And every time I hear that, I always think, truly, Lionel Richie. That's what I always think. When I think oh, you don't go that. truly, madly, deeply? Who's that? The, who is that? The, I can, like, whenever somebody no. meets me, I can tell everything I need to know about them by which song they reference. Oh, okay. Because if they go truly scrumptious, I'm like... You're old, or you're like really into Disney stuff. <laughs> okay, not uh, truly, about being friends with you. It was truly, simply, deeply. Which was uh, that? truly, madly, deeply. Was that Savage Garden? Wow. Oh, Stacy was writing it down. She's a big <laughs> yeah. Savage Garden fan. Okay, and then what, what about if I say the Lana Ritchie one? Oh, this um, guy's I've never heard that one. That's the, really that's the first time. Yeah, that's the only thing I think of is truly. I'm gonna go find it now. You should. I think it was a big hit for him. At least in Canada, it was Lana Ritchie, popular in Canada. Popular Let me tell you guys. Big in wow, huge Savage Garden. Not so much. How'd you come into the picture of these? two guys um i met clint in college clint was doing uh, a student film mm-hmm. and uh i was uh, essentially the pretentious actor that he cast Jesus. to play him with his now wife actually yeah look i was working through some shit <laughs> clint was like look nick i want to do one project without you because the other ones we've like each project we did we'd sell like three thousand dvds and that would film the next summer's project but he was like hey i want to step away and do my own thing i, I want to do this silly bullshit it's with like- this like the weird pirate got looking guy. <laughs> I had to do a solo album. I was a senior in college. You know, I had to get my serious shit out and I did it and I haven't He did a solo album. I'm envisioning a, uh, a Steve Martin, John Candy playing show. I was like, when we put our heads together... We make a pretty good team. You're like, no, we haven't really done anything. We're going to go our own ways. Right. And then Monday pays for lunch and goes, yeah, sure, see you later. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but then – That's I, the last 15 years. Yeah, you're all caught up. <laughs> you go, done. Truly was in Clint's uh, horseshit Truly. movie. I'm going to start my reel off with that. Yeah. <laughs> Called Focus about a dude going blind who was a, wanted to be a painter or some crap. All I know is Clint was like, hey uh, – He was trying to paint something beautiful <laughs> before he could no longer see. Right. Oh, this was your student – this yeah, was, my, it was Clint's, Clint's student film. My student playing film. Clint. Okay. And yeah, that was. is very student-esque. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Very so Clint I was it. like, hey, can you I'm take a look at it? it? 
or I just took a look at it because I was like, um, I think you just took a look. Yeah. This is another thing that you stole from me. Yeah, I took it, and then I, I was like, well, I don't. I'm gonna fix this. Right. So I cut a Rick Springfield music video to it. Your love is all right tonight. <laughs> it's so much better. It was legitimately no, yeah, better. No, it like, was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, Look, was, I, I can admit good. that now. <laughs> and See, I was like, hey, you know this thing you worked really hard? <laughs> I fixed it, dummy. <laughs> Have you guys seen Rick Springfield lately? No, no, I saw him on Californication. Yeah, yeah. But he I mean, looks like just, a Ninja Turtles character. Like, dude, he looks great. Oh, then I saw a different time. <laughs> I oh. saw a different Rick Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was this was Dick Springfield. No, he looked like he looked like a in what way? He had like a Fu Manchu. Oh no, no, I'm talking about just in general. Like, oh, okay. He has like I think he's like 65 years old. He has the world's best plastic surgery job. He looks like he's 30. Okay. There's actually a documentary called like Loving Rick Springfield or something that I watched. I was looking through uh, trying to find something, and it's a it's a, a fan film about Rick. He has his own cruise every year, the Rick Springfield Rock and Roll Cruise. Nice. And all these chicks save up all year to go, and their husbands were all angry and mad. And there's this one. He's beefy... made a cuckold of them all. Yeah, he's a cuckold. He, Springfield wants to cuckold them, <laughs> and that's a word I just learned about. <laughs> if you don't know it, please Google it. I'm not going to explain it here. So he's got this big beefy guy that shows uh, one of the, the husbands of one of the wives who all she cares about is Rick Springfield and the guy's like oh, you know I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him peace of my mind you know I might even bat him around a bit he's telling his buddy and then he meets Springfield and Springfield's so charming and so he's got the magic I was like Springfield's a great guy what a great <laughs> yeah. guy and Rick took his wife in the back and gave so, him a little hibbity dibbity you know yeah. what I'm saying so the documentary's called Rick Springfield Bang My Wife and I'm happy Rick exactly. and, I, and, I'm, and I'm okay with that <laughs> and it was fun <laughs> and it was good look we, we had a fun cruise I does everyone? Does every celebrity have a cruise ship now? Apparently, I I think you're should, getting one soon, right? Well, I, I was thinking about it, but I think we should do a t- team <laughs> tiger. We'll do nothing to report. Fan cruise, <laughs> more, yeah, three more, nobodies on a cruise. Right? More of a more of a rowboat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's down the, oh, it's inflatable and it's on the LA River. We've but been, it's a cruise. We've been obsessed with the Simple Man tour, which I think only happened like once, but I, I think twice. Okay, because we not? joked about it the next year. I was like, maybe I'll go this year. It was like Molly Hatchet. Oh, like, uh, the, whatever's left special. of Leonard Skinner, well, I Skinner think, was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, a, but it was like the lineup. Southern Rock. Yeah, yeah. special yeah. Molly Hatch. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was uh, the kind of thing that if if they'd have been in a festival, like uh, you know, down at like the Pomona Fairplex or something, right. I'd have been like, let's go. But like being in open water with that group for like four <laughs> days, and like that sounds like the worst idea. <laughs> It's like I'd love to spend an afternoon like at a distance. <laughs> right. But you know, <laughs> speaking of uh, of worst ideas, uh, how did you guys come up with the concept of nothing to report? Um, that was laziness. Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, we were we we did sketches for like Comedy Central, F- uh, Funny or Die, College Humor, a bunch of other places that don't exist anymore because the internet Yay, keeps internet. changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that, and then we focused. We got hired to do a rewrite, and then we got hired to do another rewrite for Bays and Thomas, the guys who did uh, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, "Well, let's focus on writing." And then we wrote a pilot. And then, you know, every once in a while, they were like, "Hey, Comedy Central is looking for a digital idea," and we were like, "Okay, that'd be cool. What's the easiest idea we could do? Two cops sitting in a car, like <laughs> discussing their feelings." <laughs> yeah. And then, and then from there, and we pitched it. Like the idea evolved from that. That, but that was, I think, the current law of the of the idea. We were, we were just. Hanging out, we're like, no, I think it'd be funny to do like, what happens in Lethal Weapon when they're not 
you know, fighting South Africans or sure. yeah, because they literally walk out of like the police station into like a gunfight. Yeah, mm-hmm. every, yeah, every lethal. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. You so never like, actually saw them driving between <laughs> yeah. fights. Just, what yeah, happened in Tango right and Cash on the way to jail? Mm-hmm. You know, right, right. So I mean, we just thought that would be like a lot of fun, and then we pitched the idea December. 2013, and then because you already had a relationship with Comedy Central, yeah, yeah, we've worked with them before. Uh, we did this thing called the Axtert Cathlon, f- for- which we don't really need to talk about. Okay, but <laughs> if I can just chime in yeah. for one second and say, I, I, no, I, we don't need to talk I, I about that. I get kind of the, the sense that you're kind of the ipso facto, like you're the uh, not the leader, but you're the straight. Man. I'm I'm the yeah. network censor. Yeah. You're the guy <laughs> who keeps his eye on the ball yeah. and says, "Guys, come on, you're like Tony Randall." I've got I've got a uh, and we've got two got Jack Cluggins. <laughs> No, I'll you, take it. That's fine. Right. We're That's like good. the bulls without – like I'm the horse Grant. You're Scotty Pippen. Uh, we don't have a Jordan of the group. No. But oh, okay. like there's a – it's like the bulls. Yeah, you don't, you don't sure. want a Jordan. Yeah. That's too like, much pressure. Jordan you're make, the Jordan. Well, I know. I, I don't know anything about <clears throat> baseball. So. It's basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously not a golfer. <laughs> so I mean, because the, the, the original plan was – Monday was always going to be uh, the uh, – uh, Moses, 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 Packard, Moses, Packard. Moses, Moses Packard. I tried to have him recast. But. Yeah, no, truly was like. But I don't weren't know. you going to be uh, a Chance Blackstone? Yeah, yeah. Originally, we were we were looking at that, and then once it sort of landed with Comedy Central, it was like we can get somebody bigger in here, somebody who's actually going to mean something. How did you feel about that? We get somebody bigger. That hurt your feelings a little. <laughs> I'm totally okay with it. We've always <laughs> it been got made. Yeah, yeah we're, it's true. We're very pragmatic. We're like, hey, what do you want to replace me? Find someone better. Like. You know, as long as it's for the best of the show, right? Exactly. Yeah, now I get to call myself poor man's Chris Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris Jericho stand in. I think yeah. it's better. Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. Jericho's on. Well, I always called you the rich man's Chris Klein. <laughs> nice. So, which is the best compliment? Which I could really do. depends on what Chris Klein is doing right now. Is Chris Klein yeah. the guy from American Pie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not doing anything as far as I, I know, know, right? He's so you're definitely the rich man. He had a he had a blast doing that Street Fighter movie, the The Legend of Chun Li. Did you ever see that? I did not. He was nuts. Okay. He probably was like high in all the best ways. No, it was just like, look, nobody's in charge. Here, so I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> kind of um, like what you did, yeah. More or less what you did. <laughs> no, I mean, so we had a meeting with them before we started writing, and they were like, "What do you guys think about Chris Jericho?" And we were like, "Look, I grew up a big pro wrestling fan. Uh, Clint did too. Truly, <clears throat> got no idea who he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, had to Google I, me. Honestly, didn't. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. I'd, I'd be much better for this part, but if you must, <laughs> whatever. But uh, so truly we already like, had the Fu Manchu at that point. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, whatever. It's He'd fine. already committed to it. <laughs> he already... was built. He had zero percent body fat. He built up. This is <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ate all of my feelings. This is what <laughs> he had the tattoos ready to go. Ready to go. He washed them off. <laughs> no, and they were like, "Can we? What about Chris Jericho?" And we were like, "Great! He's done improv. He's acted. He's done, you know, a bunch of stuff." I, I we were on board right away. Plus, you kind of look like a, what a cop would try to look like to be cool. Well, especially if you're going for that lethal weapon. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You got kind of like the, the, the Mel Gibson. That was the most backhanded way I've ever heard anybody say you look like a badass. It was, was like somehow it, somehow you were you were trying to be mean. And you wrapped in an insult. You look like an undercover cop it, it, trying to be cool. It's like when someone comes up to to, to, to well, I was gonna say to you, but to me in the airport and goes, Listen, I don't know who the hell you are, but my kid loves you. Can you sign this? It's like right. that is an insult disguised as asking <laughs> yeah. me to do you a favor. Not exactly the best way to approach Not someone. Wouldn't you rather have that than like 
the other guy, the guy like me, hey, dude, uh, you're like the coolest guy. Can I? Uh? That, that one's a little bit scary, too. The, 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 you see that, and sometimes you just want to run. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like Beatles, uh, you know, uh, Hard Day's Night, if it's just one guy behind you chasing you. <laughs> yeah, well, we had lunch. Instead of first... hordes of women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just one guy. Yeah, one, guy. one scary guy that looks like me. <laughs> one guy in an Astro's hat. One guy in an Astro's hat. <laughs> well, when we first met, you were like, oh, damn it, there's a fan at the table we're sitting next to. Can we, can we move? <laughs> no, and then your manager was like, no, that's your... <laughs> you know, but I knew him, and that, that's cool. I mean, it's always like th- this is the thing when you have the crazy fan, okay, but when you have the actual true fan, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great moment. Like, you know, when you can actually talk, I remember that time in 2001, it's like I didn't even remember that. That's how you know what a true fan is. And actually, all fans are cool, but those are the ones you'll actually get a chance to sit down and talk with a little bit. And I was sat with you for hours on end uh, yeah. in a car, <laughs> but but this is brings me, but you were you were working or are working for uh for screen junkies yeah which is uh well i do some stuff for screen junkies which is um it's a really popular show on the internet uh that focus on like movies movie reviews yeah and and then um what they did was uh i do a couple bits but the main bit that i'm known for over there is um i've interviewed Dwayne the rock johnson now you're a big rock fan I'm a big a rock w- movie fan. Okay. Uh, technically, like, wrestling-wise, because I grew up pro wrestling, I was always, like, a Mick Foley, Ric Flair, Dusty mm-hmm, Rhodes mm-hmm. guy. And then then him doing movies, I just liked what he did in the movies. And then it became just this bit that kept Okay, so, so let's talk about this. I just watched this the other day, and it's, it's become, like, this viral video. Yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say viral. Viral would, would, would say that you've done 40 million. I think it's probably done about 40 views. Four, no, it's 400,000. Okay, 400,000. That's not bad. Okay, 400,000. Let's not belittle money too much it's before he starts crying. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a mid to low end talk is Jericho numbers kind of, <laughs> kind of situation. So you go to the pain and gain junket. Two years ago, yeah. And Screen Junkies pays for you to fly out there. Paramount did. Paramount did. How Paramount. Did you get, Paramount. Them. Yeah, I know. Well, they Idiots. thought I was a real press person. They Screen Junkies was like, hey, this. Okay, guys, so a professional is like a once you interview The Rock, not knowing that I've never done anything like this before, and I'm not a journalist. So, so they trusted Screen Junkies' uh, recommendation yeah. that you're the guy. Yeah. So Paramount pays for you to go to Miami on a five star hotel, first class flight, or coach? No, coach hotel, middle seat, middle seat. No, I got a, I got an aisle because okay, that's first. good. That's but good. yeah, no, five star hotel in Miami, first time in Miami. I was there for like three days. And, and so, what like, are you? What are you supposed to do? See the movie and then wait to interview the cast of uh, Pain and Gain. And you, and I've never been in a press junket. So, and, and you sit in a room, or and then, they sit in a room, and you just kind of yeah. Then they rotate people in and out. You get four minutes, you get eight minutes, and then so I was like, well, I'm gonna have fun with this and just be cut like act like the biggest dummy ever. So, like for three days, I was in character as like like the Chris Farley guy. Okay. Remember when yeah, you were in the you, Beatles? You were not in character. <laughs> That was just you. You weren't acting like the I biggest guess. dummy. Once again, the Tony Randall <laughs> voice of reason. Just, just real quick, let me just chime in. That was that's actually you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. But the, these people would come up to me. It's like bring facts. Right? Wh- what affiliate are you with? What what press junk are you with? I was like, no, I'm just here to meet the Rock. And then they would slowly walk away. And then I was the only guy clapping and standing up and hollering during the Pain and Gain movie. Like, so you're doing this in full character. It's it's me it's me times ten. Right, it's, right. it's me times. But, but yeah. you're going there to say I'm going to make people think that I'm. They okay. thought I was the biggest weirdo for three days. Yeah, everyone I thought, thought you were a Make a Wish kit. Yeah. Well, that's when. Uh, so I interviewed everyone. But so the, who, who are you interviewing? Like who's Tony Schlub. I've never seen it. Tony Schlub, um 
like Anthony Mackie, uh, Ken Jong. Oh yeah, uh, Ken, Ken Jong was the only guy who figured out I was doing a bit. How did he figure it out? He could just tell. Like it was just like the improv. He's a comedian. So what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you saying to these people when, when like Tony Shalhoub? What did you say? Well, like I would always start off like, "What's it like being in the best movie of the last ten years?" And they were like, "Tony Shalhoub was like this, this one." <laughs> okay. Um, oh, it was cool. It yeah, very, it was very exciting was yeah. what everyone was saying. Yeah, it was very, That's the Hollywood bullshit answer. Yeah. Oh, it's very exciting. And then I was like, cool. What was it like working with The Rock? Is The Rock cool? Like, are you friends with them? Can I be friends with them? Mm-hmm. And then just various questions where they soon realized I was only talking about The Rock. Right. And then they were like – And they're thinking this Then you would hear like the producers and the people doing it. It's like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Like, what's he, what's he doing? What's his what's his deal? Like, what? Because you're uh, in there with like the biggest press in the world. Yeah, no, like, I, like good, I was walking. My press partner was like this woman from Good Morning America, right? And and she was like, okay, we're gonna go here. And I think one time she grabbed my hand because I think she was thinking like, oh, his special school is doing a yearbook thing on this, and he got the, he got lucky enough to go. And I was like, cool, neat. It was like I got to meet Ken Jong. I was like, yay, everything's great. Yeah. And so the Paramount people were like. Okay, we got to keep going because he's not. I was never like making them look bad. I just always, I was always looking bad. Yeah, yeah, you like, weren't rude. I was never rude, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I don't go like a lot of people try to do like the funny joke things. It's like, hey, I got a bucket of cheese. Let's let's say cheese and then throw the cheese at them. You know. So you weren't taking the piss. So, you wait, were wait, just wait, playing hang on. Somebody's done that before. Probably, dude. Like, <laughs> let's get a bucket of cheese. No, I just the way that you presented that. It was like you've seen it or you've thought about it. I thought, thought about, about it. it. Yeah, oh, it's okay. a it's an idea that was like Clint's not going to like. It's it. there's like it, your your mental list. It's, it's like, like below the lines. It's going to be the next web series bucket of cheese. <laughs> bucket of cheese. <laughs> it's kind of like when you get the pee to people and they throw buckets of blood on people wearing fur coats. This is people who attack like gluten free people by throwing buckets of cheese. That's what we're here for. We want to talk to you about our next series. I have. Oh, buckets of cheese. <laughs> I have three checks. Of, like, this is a good idea. It's truly you and now Jericho. It's like, would Chris think this is a good idea? And the answer is always no, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Look, yeah. if I'm in Georgia, he could go f- drive up and bail me out of jail. Absolutely so. not. Okay. So continue on. So you finally get – you to, go through all these guys and then you get to the golden – I got to The Rock. And but it's not just The Rock. It's also Mark Wahlberg. Right. And um, now this is only audio, but I guess the way I could – you. I was positioned myself where my shoulder was almost like to Mark's face, mm-hmm. and I was directly positioned. You're completely jobbing him out, uh, yes. ignoring him. Yeah, I completely froze out Mark Wahlberg and didn't ask him one question. Didn't even look him in the eye. Nope. Nope. And then I just – all I did was tell this three-minute story. I had four minutes, and I told this three-minute story about how I tried to buy The Rock – Hooters. I tried to pay for his bill when I was 15 years old. That's a real story? Yes, that's all true. All these interviews I've ever done where The Rock called my bullies and prom dates, they're all true. It's just, you know. So so Rock is listening to you tell this story. And he's just like, like, what? Okay, cool. And like, he's a pro and he's dealt with like you said, the crazy fan, and he the just bucket thought of cheese guy. The, <laughs> you got a bucket of cheese in your face. Oh, man, I, got a, uh, I got a nobody here with a bucket of cheese. But but Wahlberg actually at one point did say you mentioned it was like being the best movie ever, and Wahlberg did respond, "Oh, it's exciting." Yeah, once again, yeah, he did that because I was like, "Ask Mark a question." Yeah, and then and then Dwayne was even like, "We got to talk about pain and gain after my three minute diatribe right. about this." And then afterwards, he was like, "Well, let's take a picture, buddy." Because this is your big moment. <laughs> and then we took a picture. This is as good as it's ever going to get for you. <laughs> and then he took a picture and then we left out. And then I started coming out of character because the adrenaline was 
pumping. It was like my Kaiser Soze moment mm-hmm. of just like walking normal. <laughs> of just uh, losing the gate. But really it was just like me like tripping and then like coughing. Um, <laughs> and then I got to the press room where they were supposed to like the kind of the green room where you give the cards and the head of Paramount came up to me. Head of Paramount Marketing was she was like those were the worst interviews I've ever seen in my life. Wow. She and told was, you that face to face? Yeah. That's rare in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's great. She's a friend now and I was like yeah. And then I smiled and she was like this was just a joke. And I was like, yeah. It was like, oh, why didn't you tell us? Like, we would have helped plan it. It was like, then it wouldn't have been as fun. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, those were great. Everyone was laughing their asses off. They think you're the biggest dummy in the world. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they got it. Screen Judges put it up, and it became a thing. And then we've done three of them since. So when did you kind of let, let Rock in on the joke? He saw the video, and his people... He, he saw it that day. It came out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And we got a tweet later that day, and he's tweeted it like five times since, and he loved it. And then he's requested me to do his junket since then. Every time? Yeah. So he's whenever like, there's a press Monday. junket. Let's get Monday to do something. Dumb. And Paramount is still spending money Paramount did it. Tw- well, they've only – the last two have been in L.A. But, yeah, like Paramount did it again. Now, Paramount loves me, and they were cool with it. And then Universal was cool with it this time. We had a crowd on this last one where we were Lady Anna tramping a banana. Uh, that's, oh, with Rock. that's generous to call it Lady in the Tramping. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that he actually ate that much so much as like force of banana down your throat. Well, <laughs> it's cinema. In my it's, mind, it's, it's Lady in the Tramping. Business. So you, you've got all these these big Hollywood connections. So what the hell, man? you got to tell them about nothing to report. I do. Once you get Paramount to dump some money into our show. I do. That. I'm wearing the, that's why I'm doing the stuff so we can the, the, the That's show. why we're doing the stuff with the thing there. Yeah. Ah. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I guess I didn't get them all. Yeah, certainly seems like it. Well, that's why you're here to cross the T's, dot the... And dot the I's. <laughs> you done? <laughs> done with what? I mean, one guy, that's understandable. But two guys? Come on! Three guys? Come on, Chance! There's a lot of guys in there. Give me a break. Maybe if you took two seconds to double-check your work, I wouldn't have to always clean up your mess. Oh, maybe if you did something instead of sit in the car and hide like a coward, I wouldn't have to. I was calling for backup. God forbid we follow procedure just once. Procedure is like rules. And Chance Blackstreet doesn't follow the rules, man. I know, Chance. Everyone knows. But I don't even think you're trying to be a rebel. I think you're just too dumb to know what the rules are. You're too dumb to even kill all the bad guys. Look at all the bad guys you're making okay, me kill. Okay, now you're just being hurtful, Moses. So let's, let's talk about Nothing to Report now that we have Rock's best buddy over here. Why don't you yeah. get The Rock to be in your little show, season Monday? Season two. Yeah, season, season two, two, really? You're going to have Rock kill Chance Blackstreet? No, so no, 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 no. I was thinking he could be just like... Um, Captain Sanchez, right? He, well, no, who's no, be Paul, Paul Stanley was going to be the chief. Yeah, Paul Stanley was no, the chief. Man, the you got to get Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers? Yeah. With a hand or without nope. a hand? Without. Yeah, that's even yeah. better. Keep the continuity going. Right. No, I think The Rock could be like um, like a prostitute that we pick up on the street. That That'd like, be good. Yeah. I think Kind of like, like when Alex Lifeson was in uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys as a transvestite. Yeah, I think we get yeah. him. It could work. I think we get Just him make in him drag. Look real bad. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll real write bad. season two here. 
on Talk is Jericho. Now, live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the live script writing in season two. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about Nothing to Report. I mean, it, six episodes, and it's, it's really, really funny. And I'm not just saying that. It's one of those things when I read it, like, wow. You were I, surprised. You called us up. We had I a was. call about it, and you were like, Guys, it's really funny. Well, because you don't know how many meetings. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. sure you've had yeah. meetings too. Yeah. And especially with, you know, I got Tony Randall, I got Truly, and then I got you. Yeah. So automatically, I'm like, well, how serious can this Something be? Something weird. How, how real can this be? Yeah. But reading it back, like, I always have a tendency being like a, a creative guy, like, oh, I'm just going to go through this. And I'm just going to write what I want and rewrite it. But, it, it, you know, as soon as I started reading it, I was like, this is really, really good stuff. You guys wrote some. Pretty funny episodes, and basically we filmed it all within two days in your front yeah two yard. days and change at, at my place pretty much three days was, three, three days was yeah, it three, three days yeah. three okay, night three, shoots, three, yeah, three, three night shoots, shoots. but it's um, basically guerrilla filmmaking man we're oh, in there it was nuts bam, bam, yeah bam, my bam, neighbors bam. were all pissed it was great it was but awesome. but we had the, the what Comedy Central did they produce it they provided this great crew for us. Yes, there was like fifty people. Yeah. Like, like they had like we only had interns just flanking us everywhere we went. Yeah, looking like big shots. I yeah. there were nothing to do. <laughs> there was a handful of times I looked down and I was holding coffee and I was like, "What? <laughs> this kid here. What the no, hell we, happened?" I, I love how you said that the the, the, the uh, attendants were flanking us because all there was is just Clint's front yard and then across the street. So it was basically three feet this yeah. way, four feet this way. Hey, three feet this I always way. had water and like a script handy. It was like it was like I just wish I had that every day. Like. But, they were like we got a we had a great crew. I mean that was like a part of the reason why. But the funny thing is, is like we filmed at night, and uh, this really freaked me out. Now, did you have to get some kind of a permit to film on your street? Yeah, yeah we it was all we were properly permitted. Okay, so was, was there a permit to just walk into people's houses? No, that was just well, that was a separate. Permit. permit because <laughs> was, we did we, the, we my, did my, call my, that guy yeah, my first day on set was with, with jordan black who's an amazing uh, performer from, yeah. from the groundlings who yeah. i who i knew for years and he basically and monday and i sh- uh, were doing a, a stakeout and we see uh we hear some screams and we assume that the uh, actually we don't see, we see a guy lurking yeah. outside of the house. He's a black guy, so we assume that he's breaking in. I do, and Monday says he's probably a record producer. I'm like, who's what kind of a record producer breaks into his own house? <laughs> we have a clip, and we have a clip. Who's there? Come on! Are you really going to shoot an African American registered firearm owner protecting his own home? Okay, he's a patriot. You know what I think? Enlighten me, please. I think you're worried that you're a racist, and if you arrest a black man, it's gonna prove it. Okay, I'm racist, sure. Would a racist donate to every single black Kickstarter out there? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Let me guess. That's his wife, and he's, uh, he's, he's come home early to surprise her. Is that what it is? Or they're engaging in some sexual role play. I mean, one time my wife had me hide in the bushes and surprise her on her jogging route. And then uh, I surprised her. I surprised her again, and then uh, she surprised me. Really? That's pretty hot, man. Yeah, it's um, it's been a lot tamer since. Then. It ends up where I'm convinced that this guy's breaking in. Money's convinced that he's just in some weird sex fetish with his wife, and here's Jordan actually in the house. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it it worked out great because that that was an empty house at the time. Like, so nobody the, lived there. Nobody lived there. Yeah. So how the guy we get the, key? the guy had just fixed it up, and he was waiting to rent it or something like that. So we just called him up and. He was a big Chris Jericho fan. We're like, hey, we got Chris yeah, Jericho. Yeah. I was like, here are the keys. I don't even want to know. <laughs> you know the funniest thing about that episode to me, though, is my actual real-life neighbor is a black guy record producer. 
Wow. In real life. Yeah, he's the one who yelled at us for because somebody left like a, a bottle of water or something in his yard overnight or something like that. It's probably money. He was pissed. No, but but he, was, he was, was the guy. Was, yeah, he was the guy who the ambulance came and picked him up in the middle of the night one night, which was like, what? <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Like, so, you know, I'm not saying you live in a, in, a, in a shady part of town, but that whole three days, there are sirens, there was choppers flying over. Yeah, and then City. suddenly. Uh, 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 Sherman Oaks is tough. <laughs> the mean streets of Sherman Oaks, yo. A big uh, ambulance or fire truck or something pulls up in front of the house yeah, next they to just yours. Stop right in the and, middle of our set, and we have to stop filming because yeah. somebody's having a heart attack. <clears throat> I'm not sure what it was. Somebody was having some kind of uh, ailment in the house. An episode. And, yeah, and we had to wait for like you know an hour and a half. It was a while. And listen, we're all compassionate guys. We're like, can we get this guy freaking out of here already and get him? Like, get him <laughs> I wanted to up the production value and steal their uniform and do just a spin-off. Just the cameras rolling. Yeah, just run, some, do a yeah. spin-off. Didn't we already talk about a spin-off? Oh, no, we talked about season two. Season two, okay, yeah. So, okay, but then, so then the, we were, the production was halted and then there was another time when the production was halted because we thought the sprinklers were going to go off which would have ruined the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but, but we were yelling at people to get out of their driveways. Yeah. We got a lot was, of crowd. Like, are you allowed to do that in Los Angeles? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes and no. It's you. You have to be cool about it, from what I understand. But uh, but yeah, the the guys, the guys, the neighbors on the other side, they literally sat in their cars and were like waiting on them to. We started rolling and then they pulled up and then they just sat in their cars. So we're kind of like waiting while the cameras are rolling for them to like move. Finally, they're not going to move, and it's like, all right, whatever. They're just going to sit in there for a while. Let's just go ahead and roll. And then as soon as we start action, they get out of their car and slowly start unloading groceries out of their trunk. <laughs> like item by item. And we're like, item. yeah, like, yeah. like really unnecessary. Nobody unloads groceries like this. Right. It was just like pulling out one thing of bananas and then like moving my yogurt. And then, I'm going inside. Yeah. Back out. Um, so like I remember our producer was like running over there like helping them unload the groceries for like while we were still rolling and it was just okay, but you know if I was at my house I'm, like, I'm gonna sit in my damn driveway as long as I want yeah, to. yeah which is their right but when you move to LA there must be someone yeah. rule that you the films are being made yeah you got to get out of the way well a lot of people will sit there and they'll wait long enough and then they'll ask for a job. They'll be like, well, it's on camera now. Don't I get a bump being an extra in the background? There? It's like, guy, yeah. I'm grocery guy. Yeah, you're looking at credits. It's grocery guy number one, grocery guy number two. That's got to be worth 50 bucks, right? Also, the thing was, we weren't like a run and gun shoot. We had like 1K shooting. We were shooting at night, so we had yeah. like some powerful lights. No, like, it was a problem. You could see it down the block. I mean, they were like just – we didn't have – I mean, we, well, had, we, we also had warnings. We had we left notes on on all of our neighbors' like doors flyers? for like two weeks ahead. Of, yeah, for two weeks ahead of time, like giving them a heads up that, that we were going to be filming. Yeah, they get a letter. Time. Yeah, and so. but I just love the, the the attitude of L.A. It's like, oh, they're filming. Okay, guys, let's yeah, be cool. Yeah, with that's it. Like, part you, of the deal. You try and do that, like in Detroit, they're going to say, you know, go left, go fuck off. Go, do, I'm going to sit yeah. here and do what I want. You know what I mean? So we can film at your house for season two, right? Absolutely not. Okay, this fuck off. I'm going to sit here and do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but then we're talking about the cast. Great cast. Jordan Black was less. You guys had all the a lot of comedians. Median friends that you brought in, yeah, uh, um, Andre Vermeulen, which is not how you say. I think that's I think that's how you pronounce it. Andrea, Andrea. Uh, she's going to be on TV yeah. show. Like Echo Kellum was great. Um, Echo was Truly's partner. Yeah, because this is the other thing you got. You got you got uh, Broadway and uh, no wait, you got Black you Street, Chance and, and Moses, who are kind of like the dysfunctional team, and then you had Truly and his partner. What were your guys' uh, names? Hawk and Hawk, Broadway. Hawk and Broadway, who were like. 
were you kind of the, 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 the bizarro version of us, or were you yeah, better friends? I think that was the idea. The, what, what's the opposite of me? It. A tall, handsome African American. <laughs> yeah, <gentleman>. exactly. <laughs> and so, so you guys are kind of like, well, you're the bully, and you guys are messing with us, and then we find out that Moses and uh, Broadway, Broadway are, are having dinner parties, and they're going bowling, and I'm on the outside looking in, you're on the outside looking in, and we're trying to outdo each other with pranks. So mm-hmm. we had all that element going on. Great casting there. But there was a little bit of a, of a, a brouhaha, which is a good word. Ooh. That should be a web series. When we were trying to find out who was going to be the original plan, was the washed-up celebrity oh, man. that yeah. was going to yeah. piss yeah. on our car. That was, <laughs> but when we went through a, a lineage of guys to we try went, and get somebody. We went through a handful of different options for the, the – there's an episode where a celebrity shows up and, and literally pisses on the car that you guys are in a stakeout right. in. Uh, and so he's just drunk off his ass. Because um, all celebrities are bad. Because all celebrities are terrible people. And the first draft of the script, we lit, just as a placeholder, we were writing it as Tom Hanks. <laughs> and we were like, this would be just so great if Tom Hanks showed up to do this. Give call. He was busy. And, yeah, just tweet yeah, him. He, he said no. Um, Did well, he actually somebody, say no? Somebody, no, no, no. I would imagine somebody would have said no on his behalf. Had, had, we, actually, had, had we had a way to contact him, <laughs> had we gone we down that road, he would have said no. Yeah, it would have been his office is in Santa Monica. Car. Let's just drive in. We can yeah. record on the way we there. Can still CGI him in there. Yeah. you know. Yeah. But from from the first draft, from those lofty hopes, we we kept going a little farther down the food chain. Like, and by the time celebrities, by the time Urkel. we got. Yeah, by the time we got to, like, Dustin Diamond, we're like, okay, let's just make up a celebrity. But let's talk about some of the celebrities. We, we, went, we went to Jaleel White. Jaleel White. And he said no. Options. Arsenio Pass. too good for us. Are, did, are we actually getting passes from these guys? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's like, and insulting passes. Like, well, because com- Comedy Central, like, knows – they know all these people. You know? Sure. Like, I mean, there's a talent relations guy the, that we The Comedy Central name is, like, the brand right now. Like, Comedy Central. Oh, they're boom. doing great stuff. They're yeah, doing great right. stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that we're under – because I did But I'm Chris Jericho, which is now on – 14 awards worldwide in Germany and France and people are watching which is cool but just by saying Comedy Central suddenly we're name. like you know how are you it's the funniest thing ever <laughs> if, if it was like look that is the funniest thing little ever little cigar how are you where her 1940s <laughs> like a lot of people who should make fun of themselves don't well, yeah and then like yeah. Montel Jordan didn't want to so we're, we're so, so Montel Jordan is that the guy the ball guy no, no that, that Montel was Williams. Montel Williams Montel Williams I think Montel we went to Jordan the, um, Montel Jordan is a singer. We went Montel to Montel Williams. Williams. Do we yeah. call Montel yeah. Williams? We should have went to Montel we sh- Jordan. We should have. He, he might have done the, it. Uh, the song you sing at karaoke. Jordan. Yeah, this is how we do it. Yeah, oh, we okay. should have got Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the song you sing karaoke. Duh. So, so what, did, what did Arsenio, what was his past? Oh, uh, they were all just, I mean, you know, we heard them all through our guy at Comedy Central, and they were all like, yeah, he's not into it. Okay. Or Corey you know, Feldman we just got was straight, busy. We just got a straight up pass. We just got a straight up no. It was a one word response. Because I mean, the, you know, the, it is not a flattering role, and you really have to be able. Because yeah, this guy's a drunken celebrity drunk who and, pees on our car, yeah, tries to fillet his way out of trouble. Fillet, yeah. Yeah, he pukes on my shoe. Yeah. He's sexually up for whatever. Right, right, like, right. You know, it's it's he not a flattering be, role. He wants you know? to be Monday's so, special boy. <laughs> <right>. Yeah. So what we did was we're like, screw it. Let's just get the funniest guy we can to play right, like a kid show host. When Jaleel White and Dustin Diamond are passing, you, you can't get much lower That's, than that. It was like two or three days before the shoot, and we we're like, you know what? We're just gonna just make up a just rewrite. So, it's not worth it if you do it. Like the point is, you need anyway. Yeah. So it ended up working out better because we got Brian Stack to play Captain Education. His uh, name can't possibly be Education. Ed, Ed yeah. U- His name is Education. Yeah. 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 Um, a kid show host. And Brian Stack is um, – well, he just left the Conan show. He's going to start in the Colbert show. 
coming out. As a performer, as a writer? Po- both. Uh, and he he's done so many different sketches for 18 years on Conan. That's how I met him. I do a bunch of stuff on Conan. And he's just the funniest, nicest guy. I agree. agree. Yeah, and he was fantastic, and it's one of my favorite episodes. He, he showed up at 1 a.m. and was like, so, uh, like, drop the pants, like, immediately, or do I need to, like, <laughs> like pause for me? And I'm like, no, immediately would be perfect. He's do like, we have okay, a clip great. from that? Oh, yeah, we have a clip. Uh, we have a clip for that. Oh, no, I'm sorry, we don't, because we have your Van Hagar thing that you were oh, obsessed well, with. Maybe we can Nick, get a clip for it. if we're doing this in can post, we can get a clip for it. Yeah, I'll get a clip for it. you sit around your house all day doing nothing but watching Kiss in Houston. That's half true. That is true. Seriously? Typical Hollywood celebrity does whatever he wants. Puke on my shoe? No problem. Make a mistake? It's okay. Live your life with no responsibilities, right, Captain? You are an idol to children, for God's sakes. That's true. My kids really look up to him. He's their hero. I'm not, but uh, they love him. Doesn't that piss you off? You spent your whole life trying to be a good cop, and this Hollywood fly-by-night can do whatever he wants. He's worshipped like a god. I mean, you're getting shot at, and he's taking my wife out to dinner and doing the hibbity-dibbity. Okay, I feel like I need to make sure you know Captain Ed isn't the weatherman your wife left you for. Uh, ex-wife, and yes, I know. I'm not some kind of... that dick. Yeah, I'm going to make you feel like a special boy. (laughs) Wow, it's been a while since anyone made me feel special, but um, I'm going to have to decline. I'm married. Uh, I got a gun in here somewhere. No way does he have a gun. I'm pretty sure it's... There it is. He's got I was wrong. I was wrong. So, so I mean, so, so the, the the best part of all is you see it in post because he basically is the drunken kids show host and he's 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 uh, having sex with our car. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As as we're sitting in it, and then he pees on the car. And when you're doing it, it's 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 fun. Right. But when you watch it back, like the car is just rocking. Like yeah. he is just pounding this car. Like I guess he's putting his unit in the radiator. Yeah, or, I don't know what he's banging. I don't know much. He's, sure he's, he's going banging. to town. And on then some... there's this squirt bottle of pee that's all over. And the, the puke and everywhere, like and it, it, it sounds like a lot of bodily functions to you people watching at home or listening at home. But it's really, really funny. Yeah, that was honestly one of my my favorite sequences of sound design in the whole. Because when we were cutting all the sound, um, our our sound guy put some amazing like the pee hitting the windshield sound effect that he used was so perfect. Yeah. And then there was like another Is that sound some effect. Some kind of database pee hitting I, windshield. No, I, I don't know where he gets. Well, Barry, he's, you know Barry. He, yeah. You guys talk about Rush for like an hour. That's right. Yeah, yeah. of course <laughs> he likes Rush. He's an audio. He's an audio guy. guy. He loves yeah. Rush. Plays bass. But there's this other great sound that, that actually was our editor, Brad uh, Brad Conlon, um, who he he did it himself. Uh, he like gra- he he put his hand on his window and like slid it down to get that like yeah for him sliding off the hood of the car right and it makes it like three hundred times funnier. Yeah. And it's just those, it, that that the episode more than post. the others. The the little the little sound tweaks that we did on that. What episode great. is that called? Captain uh, Ed. That's Captain Captain Ed. Ed. Yeah. That was a great episode. Uh, it's a second one that will. Yeah. Another they all one come of, out at the same time, and yeah. then but they're featuring over. Uh, the another one of my favorites was the crackhead in the back seat. Yeah. Um. That, that what was that episode? That was run. That's uh. That's Moses that's up. Fat. That's, that's up the first, first one. Moses yeah. is fat. Yeah. <laughs> Moses is fat. right off the bat. And this is why I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm we were in, we're chasing a, a perpetrator, and you can't keep up because you're out of you're out of breath, and I I, I uh, accuse you of being overweight, and and then as we're fighting, we actually do catch the crack head and put him in the back seat who joins in on the argument and takes sides on both of us. And we have a clip right now. And we have a clip right now? <laughs> yeah. Got that one ready. I don't Boom. believe you anymore. I think you're just saying <laughs> yeah, that. Saying, let's, go Let's go to the clip. Moses, I gotta tell you this, alright? You need to lose weight. Okay, I may have gained a few extra pounds, but I still get the job done. Wait, you literally just didn't get the job done because you are fat. Hey, you were high on meth. 
He was high on meth, so he was probably running faster. That's not how it works. Uh, I believe that is how it works. I read a... a well, math, I do and, meth all the time, and that's not how it works. Okay, well, what if you did have a gun? What if you had a gun? I didn't have a gun. But what, hypothetically, what if you had a gun? Well, hypothetically, anything could have happened. I could have had a chainsaw. You didn't even have a gun. Well, chainsaw's pretty easy to get. I was just in a shed. Ah, forget about the chainsaw. That's not believable enough. But he was... That was a lot of dialogue. And this was, like we said, guerrilla shooting. We were learning dialogue basically, you know, 10 minutes before we were shooting. And yeah, we I mean, we, we right. shot... We shot, what, was it 48-something pages in... in Three nights? Yeah, and that's um, what I got to give you a, ton. a legitimate compliment. I mean, you came in probably doing like a concert and a tour and, you know, a WWE show and then flew in that morning. Yeah. I picked you up and then you were ready to go and I was like... And then the next day you had Raw, and you still, like, interviewed Lemmy that weekend. That's and, right. Yeah. That's right. And I was like, <laughs> and you, you came in ready to go. You had notes, and you were just like a pro. I mean, you were, you were outstanding. You, you brought so much great stuff to it. I mean, most of the time you spent on the Van Hagar bit, but, you know, you spent Plus a lot of time. my big writing <laughs> contribution. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, hey, guys, I got this Van Hagar thing. I really like to joke, but I'm going to make it better. And just we, give me give me a couple days, and then we'll come back to it. And then there's just like five pages of. This is a really long list of Van Hagar's. Van Hagar's yeah, stream of consciousness. Yeah, let me yeah, just go yeah. through every album that I have. Let's run the clip now. We're such an idiot, man. I mean, Van Hagar had just as many hits as the original Van Halen. Okay, fifty one fifty, best of both worlds. When it's love, dreams, summer nights. Finish what you started. Black and blue. Right now. Right now, really, you're gonna come at me with right now. What are you talking about? Right now was the theme of the entire generation. It was a Pepsi jingle, you mental case. You not listened to the poetry, the genius of Sammy Hagar's lyrics, talking about living for the day, t taking advantage of what you have right now. Don't wait till tomorrow with Teresa. Teresa? Did you just say Teresa? No. Holy shit! I didn't. You just put your ex-wife into a Van Hagar. I did not. Oh my god! I did not. No, I didn't. Hey guys, you gotta come No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, don't tell the guys over. Tell the guys to mind their own business. You mind your own business, Hawk. You leave. You leave. You leave. You leave. Sammy Hagar. You stop it. You stop it right now. You stop it. You stop it. Die in a car fire. You jackass. Stop. Stop. So something bugging you but basically the, the, the reason for that though uh, is because that's what we do in WWE you get sometimes you get a script very loosely uh, 10 minutes or 5 minutes before you gotta go on the air if Vince doesn't like it he'll rewrite everything so you gotta nail it you gotta be there because there's one take on this live and that's one thing we were laughing about you mentioned it earlier there were times where you would get so uh, so stressed out so excited and you start second guessing yourself oh, yeah. and you'd be like hey Chance wait, wait. Oh, I can do it again Hey, Chance, let's do this. Oh. That's my process. Yeah. Hey, Chance, let's do it again. Oh. And I'd be like sitting there going, this guy's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see I that. I'm sitting there behind the monitors going like, oh, man, Jim, but, but the thing a hack. Is, this is such a uh, – I was really good at this. It, you were amazing at it. Trust me. You were hilarious. But, but so was our it, editor. It was yeah. – <laughs> the editor was amazing. But, but, but the, it was such a freeform, uh, improv-friendly set. There's no wrong way of doing it. Yeah. Well, well you know? and that was, that was the other good thing about it. I mean, you're shooting 48, 50 pages in, in you know, essentially three, like, eight-hour days, eight, eight ten hour days whatever it was um like you have to be cool with that right like, you just if something's funny like flow. and that's and that's the thing like cutting our teeth in sketch comedy too it's like you know you learn real quick that f whatever's funniest wins yeah, yeah. like you yeah. can't have any kind of ego and, and if it's if somebody's going down a path that's really funny like just
just keep going. The three yes. of us couldn't be more different as people who write together. I mean, right. look the way we're dressed. Um, you know, he's wearing a sport, truly he's wearing a sports coat. And a baseball hat. Yeah. 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 Well, you look like some student teacher. Um, right. that's, that's and you look like some just like I just student look, just got out of bed. Tommy Bahama, like I just went to shopping at Tommy Bahama's. <laughs> yeah, you've even got flip flops. I know. <laughs> and then Clint actually looks does like, look like I look pretty Randall. regular. Yeah. 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 You, got a, you got a John Cusack thing going for you. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. I said. I wish you would have been in a miserable time machine. I know, right? Miserable. Doesn't want to be here? Is that. <laughs> That's the bit of it. <laughs> no, and then, uh, but like the thing is, we we have a lot of different. We probably have more differences and similarities, but like the funniest thing always wins, and that's how we've worked together for almost ten yeah. years now. Crazy. And then, so when you came in, you had jokes, and you were like, "Okay, cool, let's do it." And then, and then stuff like that maybe didn't work for a specific reason. You were like, "Okay, cool, let's just let's keep so, going." It's always for the best of the of the of the product. Right. Right. Yeah, like we yeah. said, doesn't matter who wrote it or who gets the line. Let's just make it good. The the other episode that stands out for me was, um, and I'm I'm so bad with, with the names. We ended up in our underwear. Emotional, emotional scars. scars. Emotional yeah. scars. What a hilarious episode that is! And I posted a picture on Instagram with the both of us standing there in our underwear. Actually, we saw your underwear in the education episode too. Yeah, I know it was a real 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 good week. Uh, no, but that was actually where the kind of the whole idea came from was in that episode because there's always those scenes in movies, especially like it's crystallized in Lethal Weapon 3 with Rene Russo and Mel Gibson where they're like doing that sexually charged scene where they're showing each other their scars and knife cuts Sure, and stuff. right. I'm broken more than you are. Yeah, and then what we did the emotional version of that. Yeah. Where we're like ripping off our clothes. My father left me when I was two. Yeah. Whatever it was. I, I, I'm a sexual illiterate. That'll I, be a hashtag. You got to get sexual literacy hashtag. The, the one line that got cut is when you said, I pee standing up, and I said, I poo standing up. That, that ended up on the cutter room floor. Look, I, it, was, it was either that or the Van Hagar thing, man. I, I just thought that. Van yeah, Hagar stays. There's so much, so much horse trading goes on behind the scenes. I have no idea. That whole thing about like us working together was just horseshit. It was what Clinton liked. Yeah. How was it editing? Because I know, for example, when I had David Kechner on the show he was saying that when they did Anchorman and Anchorman 2 there's so many like Farrell throws out a different line every time and he said it's an editor's uh, dream and editor's nightmare to pick the funniest yeah, one did you have some issues like that it, it can be a pain in the ass sometimes like mm-hmm. it's it's um Brad is good though. Brad well, yeah our editor was great it did Brad were you sitting in on that because you yeah. were the I'm saying Clint was the director yeah. of the show which um, is also why I consider you to be kind of the boss of sure team. sure um, we'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Voice of reason. Voice of reason. Um, but uh, but no, the editing process was was actually really great. There's only a handful of spots that we really were kind of backed into a corner by not having you know the same the, the same thing on different uh, you know from a different angle or something mm-hmm. like that. And a lot of that was the timing issue of too. Like there's one episode that I won't say which one because I don't want anybody to go looking for it. But there's one episode that just kills me because I was like I just needed two more hours to get like. One more angle and one more, you know. So yeah, yeah. I know so at there the was, end of it, we were trying to rush through. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The schedule it, was know? super tight, but but ultimately, it's all it's all there. You know, it's, it's there's nothing. Um, and Comedy Central had good notes too. You know, I mean, it, yeah, they it were was, great. It, what some com- of the, some of their notes were, you know, even the notes that we didn't agree with, they like made us look at a scene and they kind were pretty of a different good as a way. network too. Though, I mean, they they pretty much let us run free. Yeah, with their very most of the friendly. stuff. Yeah. Their big thing was just making sure it was grounded, and it was a really good note because it was going to get big, and and some of the like the characters had to be real, and mm-hmm. that was the one thing that like we just couldn't be like silly boys. 
Right, 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 right. <laughs> Even though Chris Jericho and the Silly Boys was our name that we called ourselves. Chris Jericho the and the Silly Boys. <laughs> yeah. the silly no, Special Boys. Special, special, special Boys. boys. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why it works, though, because there is a lot of straight. There's a lot of over-the-top. You sit in there in your underwear, instant laugh, guy banging a car, funny. Uh, I love the scene where uh, where Hawk and, 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 and Broadway, Broadway are, are ribbing us, and they lock the doors of the car, and they turn on the mariachi music. Yeah. And that makes me freak out to where I smash the window and roll out on the f- – and it's funny, too, because you get the stuntman who's telling you how to do everything. It's like, dude, I do this for <laughs> I've been thrown through a plate glass window. This is nothing. Yeah, but I, you love, were like, I love the night where, where he was like trying to coach you and he's like, okay, so you'll tackle this guy onto this like super soft <laughs> crash pad. And you're like, Giant. it's fine. I got it. It's, it's Jordan Black. We got to go. Seven Come pounds. Yeah. We'll be all right. <laughs> it will be fun. Uh, there was also like, but I remember you coming after, after you punched through the glass window, you were like, it's pretty good glass. It was like it was pretty good glass. Like good glass. Was, for I, sure, I, glass that worked good. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I've had worse glass. Yeah, I've had yeah, worse glass. Yeah. I had like, a thing with CM Punk once, where I was going to hit him with a with a, a, a whiskey bottle, and of course they said, "Don't swing it too hard from here here." So I I grab it like by the hand like this, and as I swing to hit him with it, it breaks midair about half a second before it catches him. Now, of course, there's wrestling nerds all around. <laughs> you can see if you go in slow motion that it breaks here, not on impact. I'm like, get these people, wrestling nerds, I know. tear the show apart as long as you share it and tweet it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. make memes about it that I don't And we understand. love wrestling nerds, by the way. Oh, yeah. Big time. Exactly. We have one sitting in here right now. I am a, I am a wrestling nerd. <laughs> you got truly... Actually, you kind of got me into wrestling. You got truly okay, into wrestling. Yeah. You got us tickets well. to SummerSlam. Oh, that's... Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a high dollar mm-hmm. uh, ticket there. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was good. Yeah, and was then awesome. we had a great time. And um, we were upset that everyone's mean to Cena. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. We like, love Cena, though. That's, uh, just, we, that's the way he we goes. Love, especially, like, we found out last night, or on the taping, he likes Skinner, so he just became one. <laughs> so we what, the Simple what, Man. Too, what is Comedy Central? <laughs> the Simple Man. Call back. Call back. What does uh, Comedy Central think about the show? What do you, what, I mean, like I said, we were on a conference call, and I know they probably have, I don't know how many web series they have. Maybe it's two. Maybe it's ten. But they're trying to no. do their best. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not no, over the they, top. They, like, this is the focus. They, they love it. They love yeah, it. They've never really... done anything like this with, like, cop shows. This is a new thing for them, and and they they I mean you talk to them the most, but they yeah. love Chris. They, they like yeah, me. They, they they love <laughs> they they tolerated Nick. Uh, love Chris, um, but no, they've been great the whole process. I mean, they've been Jordy they've been really behind kind it. Of our point man, and Jordy was yeah, Jordy's there, a talent guy. He was always great there. Feedback and stuff. Um, they've been behind it the whole time, you know, and they've been really great um, about all of it, and and especially because like the. This idea came from our sort of shared love of buddy cop movies, like even the the really bad ones, like are ones that you love. Careful. And so, because what's great? Well, is- I know, but the, the the thing is, it's like it's like we all love Tango and Cash, but we love it for three separate reasons. <laughs> Why do you love it? I love it because it's so bad. Yeah, it's and just this is terrible. Stallone and Russell. Stallone and Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah. Why do you love it? I love it because they go and they get that huge monster truck for no real reason. <laughs> they just decide, hey, this is going to be a spy movie all of a sudden. Yeah. And why do you love it? It's shower cinema. butts. It's Nick loves cinema. it for the shower butts. <laughs> cinema verite. And it's also it's you know it's the best homoerotic. Uh, it's the best homosexual based buddy cop show. Uh, <laughs> it's a great romantic comedy. Yeah, because there's always um, that sexual tension between the, yeah. the, the buddies, right? Well, and there's a scene in the shower where they're just like looking at each other's dicks for like. <laughs> <laughs> for like eight minutes. Se- season two. Season two where we're just looking at each other. Yeah. That would be good comparing dicks. Yeah, exactly. No, where we're literally measuring and then, and then Broad Street and Hawk come in yeah. and they're both like just impressive. Um, which <laughs> I'm, I'm sure is probably but, close to but the anyway, truth. Uh, no, but anyway. So uh, having a, a shared love of, of uh, the buddy cop movies and, and Comedy Central, just they weren't – they didn't share the same love that we have, but they trusted us enough to like, so we could say like, honestly, like 
this is how we need to do it. Right. And they were cool about letting us go and do it. And they've been really happy with the finished product. So yeah, they were. So it's all it's good. one of their larger web series. They, I mean, but the th- as far as budget, budget and budget. I mean, they put in yeah. a lot of resources into it. I yeah. mean, we got squibs in it. We, we got did. There's a gun, yeah. a gun mm-hmm. scene where you keep blowing away the criminals. Yeah, which and is hilarious as well. It, it's just and they put in a lot of resources and they gave us a lot. They gave us the opportunity and we we're internally yeah. grateful for it. I mean, it was one of those internally grateful. It, internally. Inter- we didn't internally. tell them <laughs> and internally. <laughs> no, we I, were internally grateful. Well, like I don't, they won't be listening to this either. So it's, <laughs> Jordy, it's still Jordy, we love you. You're a genius, man. <laughs> but uh, well, I think one of the things that like really helped out is, and this came on. A, we didn't have a lot of notice. We even had, we had a rehearsal day that got cut because I think you were I doing everything. Yeah. It was, uh, there was supposed to be a table read. And I couldn't make it. I think I you were doing like, a hot air balloon race or whatever you do during the weekends. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny? And Stacy's laughing. We just had <laughs> we just had Josh McDermott from Walking Dead come in here. Oh yeah, who is a qualified hot air balloon pilot? And we discussed hot air balloons. Oh, that's and awesome. Here you go, Landon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you eavesdropping? <laughs> no. Did you put a bug on me somewhere, <laughs> you crazy fan? He's yes. Lip reading. <laughs> this is this this is been one elaborate ruse just so we can hang out because I'm that big of a wrestling fan. Look, I'll become friends with these guys for 15 years. I saw you in WCW in 1996. I was like, that looks like a neat guy. There is no web series. (laughs) What? There's what? no film in these cameras. You just got catfish, son. <laughs> so, I mean, this has a ch- Do you think the – I mean, speaking as four dudes, I had a great time working with you guys. Very talented, very fun. Uh, Monday was not bad. What do you guys – do you guys think there's a chance for us to do more of this? Does it depend on the ratings and yeah, how many I think, ratings, how many downloads they get? The more people watch it, the more buzz we get. The more we'll do. I mean, they, they've they've signed series before off of web series. Correct. Done, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they've treat this as a pilot. It's a pilot. It's a, essentially a pilot. Yeah, it's a, and, it's a fact yeah. a pilot, right? Yeah. So and if for you, for a long time, the the digital side is Comedy Central and the TV side didn't really work together that well. But over the past couple the of years, they they all work together, and and that's why you know they can pick up a web series and then do do a TV show about it now because they're all on the same team now, which is right. which is really, really cool. And it's a really good opportunity for, for us, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to see nothing to report as a TV show with Paul Stanley playing Captain oh, Sanchez. Wow. Mm-hmm. Carl get, Weathers. We'll get the Carl Weathers. I mean, maybe, Dwayne, maybe, maybe we can be, maybe twins. Co-captains. Co-captains. No. Oh, you're going to get Dwayne? You're, you're, we'll, we'll try to get buddy Dwayne. Dwayne. I've, your I've, buddies I've, with the Dwayne. I have never once in my life called him Dwayne. And I've got this guy, I call him Rocky or Rock. You're calling him Dwayne. You must really I, I, be in. I call the, him the Sir. good graces. No, if you call him DJ, I think you're in. That's when. No, no. you want to know what the name to call him? Dewey. Dewey. Are you serious? That's what his old man calls him. I don't Love think he it. likes uh, it. Love Next it. time you see don't him, you call dare. him Dewey. Yeah, he just, hey, Dewey, what's up? And then he punches me in the yeah. face. And then you get thrown Local through man, a wall. Yeah, Local <laughs> man get killed by the rock. Right, Paramount, <laughs> Paramount stops returning your calls from right. junkets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think the one thing that was great was you do the same jokes and bits we do. And Absolutely. That's, that's what built the chemistry, I think. Like, I yeah. think we have really good chemistry. Yeah, it was like having a fourth member for like three days. Yeah. You know, that's I, very I strong. same sense of humor because there's not a lot of guys. We've been talking about Police Academy to Paul Stanley as as the as the chief, we're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you know. Honestly, I didn't even want to talk about nothing to report. I just wanted to bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. over like Christmas, the four of us during Christmas Day, we were talking about that Paul Stanley Folgers commercial. Amazing. Non-stop. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were just talking and, about it. Non-stop. And the best is that people were saying how like weird it was. I thought it was genius. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Thing it, in the it, world. It's, it's, first, go watch nothing to report on ComedyCenter.com. <laughs> then go watch the Paul Stanley's Folgers commercial. It is the greatest piece of cinema I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, no, it's just. It's amazing. I just I'm getting married soon and I just want him to walk down the beach 
and then disappear at the end yeah, of just, it. Yeah, but he just magically disappears. <laughs> he's like know? a circus. He's like a bull rider in that thing. I, I, he's a circus. Like he's like the the tent master, the circle master. What he's is it called? Ring the ring master. Yeah. Although the circle master is not bad. Circle master, I sure. The circle master. Let's, do it. Circle ma- <laughs> Let's make Paul like, Stanley a circle master. <laughs> no, well, that's, that's, a, like, that's who will be in season two. He'll be the circle master, who's like a villain. <laughs> I've stolen the train again. We'll make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's a super villain. And, and and the crackhead who who escaped will now be his evil minion. <laughs> exactly. We'll bring back education as yeah. well. We didn't kill him off. We no. don't know. Actually, we don't know if education no, made did, or not. Did. did he live? I have killed. Uh, he just stopped breathing. But you know that's a spoiler. He stopped breathing. We just drove away. We drove, yeah. No, we drove across. The oh, and, and yeah, just <laughs> left him there. <laughs> that was that was a tough one. We had to fight. For I that. had to fight for that. that to get that what, shot. To, what to, you know, because at the at the end of that episode, you guys you guys back up out of frame, and he then falls pull, off the hood of the car, and then you pull up like close to frame on the other side of the street. You know, with education is still on like. Passed out Presumably or dead. And so that's how that was your big plan. That was like your big getaway. It's like we're going to move to the other side of the street and everything's going to be fine. Well, and, which gone. I think is hilarious. Yeah. And and they thing. just didn't get it. And I was like, no. That would understand I'll, the hilarity in that. I'll chip away at the Van Hagar list if I get to keep <laughs> this car moving. Well, that was one of those moments where we did that, and I was just th- like, every kind of shoot you have, and we've done a ton, is like, oh man. This makes everything worth it. Like all the writing, all the rewrites, all the stupid crap we've had to do, all the Axter Cathalons. Um, <laughs> like when we're doing that moment of Brian Stack, one of the, like the funniest comedians, dying in a car, and then me and Chris Jericho are pulling to the other side of the street and, and completely silly ignoring joke. him. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, Oh, that's why I do this business. Well, and those, that's those why moments... I do everything. That it's, it's <laughs> and, and, and I believe that, that ends yeah. off with the Van Hagar. That starts off yeah, with it, yeah, yeah. and it ends off with it too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. really gonna have to watch the show before we. Uh... I have watched it. I watched it. I, I did watch it. I but those those it. moments are so silly that when they work, like you know, you did the rest of your job right. Like yes. you yeah. know, that, like the whole front half of this episode, like I buy it and I'm with these characters and they're they're real human beings doing this stuff. And then this, if this silly moment lands, then you know you did everything else right, which exactly. is part of the reason why I was fighting for it so hard. I'm like, guys, it, it works. <laughs> was there Trust anything me. else that you had to fight for that you had to cut? Um, that was the biggest thing, right? That that, was, well, there was there was that one. Um, I, honestly, it wasn't a whole lot. There was. There was trying like, to think. The method episode got rearranged a little. bit. Moses is fat. Got rearranged a little bit because of something wasn't reading to their liking, right, right, right. And, and it wasn't. But they it, were it was one of those. Open, oh, they yeah, were they, they were very yeah. open, and and you know all of the, all of my calls with them were very like the first one. I was taking notes, and so I was kind of being quiet while they were like rapid firing their notes, and then at some point they were like, I mean, I mean, you know. If you agree with these or whatever, I'm like, no, no, I'm literally just writing down. I'm not like sulking. Uh, yeah, they, they but, always, uh, we've worked with like Jordy for years, right. and he's just a smart guy, and he he gets it. And we he he was a great help as far as getting the comedy of it. So yeah, no, and then like again, it was just about just kind of focusing it, which you need. That's why like yeah. notes are good. You know, yeah, of, of course, of course. Last question: uh, favorite episode of Nothing to Report and favorite buddy movie. Uh, Moses is fat was my favorite on the page and also my favorite after we shot it, which uh-huh. I was kind of surprised because usually my favorite yes. on the page turns out to be something something different by the right. time we shoot it. Um, and f- buddy cop movie favorite which like a specific buddy as a part no, of favorite buddy movie. Cop? favorite movie either or well, who's or. your favorite friend who's your favorite <laughs> who's the, who's your favorite person in the room right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Who is it? I'm trying to think. This is so difficult. I mean, Tango and Cash is just like the touchstone of like, that was the high watermark for like ridiculous bullshit in buddy cop movies. So I got to go with that one. That's where the buddy cop movie jumped the shark. Yeah, exactly. That's the one that's like, I can't take anything seriously. (laughs) Ever again. But you guys are, you guys are doing it right. (laughs) All right. Truly. Uh, I think my favorite is probably the Captain Education one, Mm -hmm. um, both on paper and on screen. Though I, I do like episode six quite a bit. Which is episode the six. Shootout. Uh, the, the, shootout. the shootout. It's a great one, too, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would probably have to go Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah, now you want it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's just a really good one. It's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. All right. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to go with the my favorite on page and on, since on screen is Emotional Scars. Like, okay. Where we're... Watching two grown men fall apart in their underwear, You're crying in yeah. their underwear. Yeah, it's just it's just really bizarre, fun. Yeah, and, and actually, and the end of that, the the reveal, the punchline of that is great too. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just like that one is kind of like to me the touchstone of the whole series. Yes, and uh, so watch it third. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and then my favorite, I'm gonna go with Lethal Weapon. Like okay, you the original. Go, yeah, I want to say Bad Boys 2, but I'm going to go with Lethal Weapon. Why wouldn't you say Bad Boys 2? Well, because it's uh, like we're, this show's more Lethal Weapon based. Yeah. Than it's okay if yeah, you want right. to say Bad Boys 2. It was your favorite. It's not what's most tied to the show. I'm going to go with Lethal Weapon. He's sticking with I'm it. Go with I'm going with Emotional Scars as well. Okay. Great reveal. Now, the uh, shootout, we haven't talked much about the shootout. The shootout is awesome. Great, great, too. That's, that's a chance for you where you just lose it. Yeah, and the shootout like is like the most action-packed, and you look incredible. And, oh, like, dude, I look yeah, badass in that. <laughs> if you've seen the picture with the, I got the, the muscle shirt on and the sunglasses. Well, you kept, My like, house you... looks badass because it's behind me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like, you were tweeting an insert. You would tweet one picture. And then within five minutes, there would be 19 different memes. That's right. And like, hey, I made you 19 posters. And we'll look. Is it oh, Hey, I put dude. fire behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that's cool. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. And my favorite buddy cop movie, uh, Turner and Hooch. Okay. Oh, yeah. good one. A little good bit of a twist one. where yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, who says the buddy has to be human? No, but it can be a literally dog. nobody has ever seen exactly. that. You're so, extremely progressive, absolutely. And if Tom Hanks is listening, you, we we still would love to have we you have on the show. His office is in Santa Monica. Two. I know where it is. Listen, we should keep the podcast. Stacy, hey, can like, you go car road? Okay, we can go in the car. Hardwick <laughs> got him on his podcast by sending him a type typewriter. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we should send him like an a, ear, some kind of a, an ear, a human I mean, ear. No, send him a human ear. We have your son. All right, Nothing Report, ComedyCentral.com. Thank you, Team Tiger Awesome. Thank Thank you. you. We appreciate it. We have your son. Ever want Colin to hear it? <laughs> if you ever want to see <laughs> Colin's like forty. This this is Chris Jericho and the Special Boys. If you ever want to see your son from your previous marriage again. <laughs> oh, so are we funny? All right, day shifts here, at Dick Lickers. So take your beef jerky wrappers, your sad little farts, and exit the vehicle. I hope you choke on our sad little farts. That's not possible, you fucking idiot. I want to ask you about this yeah. thing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to bring anything? or uh, Just a bottle of wine and your lovely wife. So, <laughs> just, just playing. Oh, you're having a thing on Saturday? Yeah, his wife invited Rashida and I over for dinner. It's not a big deal. It's just a couple's thing. I didn't think you would want to go. You invited you him to a thing and invited me to church? Guys, it's not a big deal. Take it easy. Look, if I'm being honest... You make my wife uncomfortable, and I can't invite you to dinner. You make your wife uncomfortable, Moses. You're right. I'm sorry. Hey, don't apologize. Stand up for yourself. No, he can talk to him like that if he wants to. to Get in the fucking car, Broadway. All right. I'm sorry. Farts. Cut you. 
All right, thanks to Team Tiger Awesome, Nick Mundy, Michael Truly, and Clint Gage, the creative geniuses behind my new Comedy Central web series. Nothing to report. It debuted on Monday. Huge numbers, great reviews. Check it out. Beyond Magazine said it's the funniest Comedy Central web series in the last two years. Okay, you need to see this. I guarantee it'll make you laugh. If you don't laugh... Monday will give you your money back, okay? I'm telling you right now. And I guarantee if you don't rock out at a Fozzie gig, I'll give you your money back via Nick Monday. I'll borrow it from him. You got to come to our upcoming shows. Lots to choose from. Uh, April 24th, we're playing 37 Main in Atlanta. Outskirts is called Johns Creek. Get your tickets and VIPs at FozzieRock.com. April 25th, we're rocking it again in Jacksonville. Welcome to Rockville. Tickets and info at FozzieRock.com. Then we're touring with Slash May 18th, Chicago, 21st Austin, 23rd House of Blues, 24th in Dallas, Southside Ballroom. We're also doing may 22nd in beaumont texas that's just a fozzy show on our own get to fozzyrock.com for all all information about the the gigs the vips it's the best vip you're going to get we rock with you so hard man you have the time of your life and then the time of our life speaking of which october 30th the kiss cruise miami to jamaica with talk is jericho alumni paul stanley gene simmons steel panther is going to be there lita ford so much cool stuff going on and also april 19th if you live in boston mar Marlboro, Massachusetts, supermegafest.com. On the Sunday, I will be there. Come check it out, man. I love hanging with you guys. It was great seeing you when I hosted the the, the, the 10th Annual Podcast Awards with Emily Morse uh, last night. So much fun. Huge reception. Great, great time. Thanks to all of you for rocking with me. And thanks to all of you for supporting the great sponsors of TIJ. Wouldn't be able to do this for free twice a week without them and without you. Don't forget MeUndies.com, DDP Yoga, True Car, Arctic East Instant Cold Wraps, and of course, Amazon. You can find all my sponsors and my Amazon links at podcast1.com. Just click on the Keep Our Podcast Free banner at the top of the page. Appreciate you guys using my Amazon links to do all your online shopping. Easiest way to support the show. Links for Amazon UK, Amazon USA, Amazon Canada. A. Every time you do that, Amazon kicks back a little cash to the show. So we keep doing this for free for twice a week. No extra fees are hidden. You're just getting your shopping done. Help me out in the process. Once again, podcast1.com. Keep our podcast free banner. Hit the Talk is Jericho button. Go to Amazon and just rock, man. Buy whatever you want. And, and, and uh, you know, I love having you guys, man. It's always great to be talking to you. We'll be back on Friday. Got a guest that's been getting a lot of requests. Had him in the can for a few months. And now I'm going to leash him on the world. Great, great guy. One of my oldest friends in the wrestling business. William Regal will be here on Friday to tell you all the tales in, uh, in a way that only William Regal can. You think, you think Kevin Hart is funny? You think nothing to report is funny? You ain't seen nothing till you hear William Regal on Talk is Jericho this Friday. We'll see you then. Yeah, boy. You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com. 